Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Allow for those waters of the Holy Ghost to flow up on the inside of you. Come on, press in a little bit. Spirit and in truth of and invitation to worship in spirit and in truth. Sense, sense the direction in the room change as you, as you, as you, as you, as you, as as your physical senses turn towards the spiritual things. And as you turn towards the Spirit, you leave everything on the outside behind. Every care, every pain, every hurt, every disappointment, every lack, every anything, you leave it behind as you turn into the Spirit. And in the spirit you are complete, in the spirit you are whole, in the spirit you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And tongues is a continual miraculous flow because tongues is a vehicle by which we can get in there real quick, real easy, any time of the day. And, and, and there has to come, there, ha there is coming and there has to come a reawakening to the power of praying in the Holy Ghost. There has to come a reawakening and a re-understanding of the power of praying in tongues. Thank God for good musicians. Thank God for good lyrics. Thank God for good everything else. All of that's good, all of that's right. But I'll tell you, none of that means anything unless and until you can come in a corporate setting like that and know how to, on your own, get into the Spirit and be face-to-face -face with God. 
So church, so church, so church, so church it isn't just a social gathering, especially in this day and age, for sure. Church really is the school of the Spirit where we come and learn together the moving of the Holy Ghost. Where we come and, and by the corporate flow, by the corporate presence, by the corporate anointing, allow for the Spirit of God to speak to us a now word. And, and we started talking about last night, we started talking about last night, this is the now word from Acts 3. These are times of restoration. God is resetting things. And it, it fits real good that Acts 3 comes right after Acts 2, and Acts 2 is where you had the glorious outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And with the glorious outpouring of the Holy Ghost, the gifts and manifestations of the, of the Spirit of God were freely given to each and every one of us. But the primary, but the primary key, the primary way, the easiest way, the one you can activate immediately, anytime, is to pray in the Holy Ghost and pray in tongues. So come on, let's all, let's all over. Let's just spend a little bit more time and activate that, which is already on the inside of you. Online audience, you do the same thing wherever you are. Pause whatever you're doing and, and dig deep on the inside and allow for that to rise up on the inside of you. Come on, online audience, there is no distance in the Spirit. There is no time and space that can separate what God can do. There is, there is no anything between you and the anointing right now. Hallelujah. And as you're praying this way, forget about the one to the left and to the right of you. Forget about anyone else and concentrate and focus and give yourself into the flow of the Spirit of God. Oh my, how we need you, Father. We need you, we need you, we need you, Spirit of God, we need you. Hallelujah. Thank you, guys. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, now while, while we're this way with our... You all, you all see the, the difference in the environment of the room? Did you know that you can sense spiritual things physically? You can't understand them with your head, but you can sense them physically. See, now, now in this environment, let's just go ahead and sit down and allow for the Word of God to speak to us. You see, here's why I like, well, good morning, everyone, and the online audience as well. Here's why I like starting services like that, because the Word of God cannot be understood with the natural mind. It's not, the Word, the word of God is not an intellectual pursuit. You can, you can approach it intellectually, but for it to speak to you, it has to speak to you spiritually. And so when, when we come to service like this, when we come together this way, you know, our most, our most important focus is that we be able to shift from our outside ears to our inside ears. If I say it that way, can you, can you, you, you understand what I'm saying that way? And because that's, that's, that's how God speaks to us. 
is through our inside ears, our heart, our spirit, see? And so I, I, I just rolled off the bus last night, as Pastor Brian said, <laughs> almost, almost. And I have, I have this weekend, which really is now just this service. And then in a couple of days, I'll come back again. So here's what I want to do. Here's what I told everyone last night. When I come back, let's pick up from wherever we leave off this morning. Okay? So that way we won't have to redig the wells and get all that kind of thing. Let's just, let's just, did you know, did you know that there is no, you know, sometimes I hear people say, well, I really got into the spirit. Did you know that there's no scripture that says you got out of the spirit in the first place? The only reason why people think that is because they assume that after the service ends, they're out of the spirit. Nonsense. No, you're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You're not getting up and off that seat anytime, not anytime soon. And if you ever did, you're not getting back on. So that's not true. That's not true. So the issue here isn't your seated position. The issue here is an awareness of your seated position. And, and because of verbiage, because of language, because of how we speak, we attach images to those words we give. So when we say we were in the spirit, we really got in the spirit that morning, the implication is we were out of the spirit all that other time. The truth is you never were. Why? Because as a spirit being, that's where you live. That would be like a fish saying, I got back into water. No, listen, if the fish was ever out of water, it died. So actually, you're never out, you're never out of the spirit, neither am I. Now, there are times when we are more aware of where we are, and because we're more aware of where we are, we get to move in that realm a little bit more. But the truth of the matter is we're always in the Spirit. And the more we recognize that, the easier it is for us to tap in at any one time into the flow of the Spirit of God, because in the Spirit, there is a realm in the Spirit, there is a place in the Spirit where the Spirit of God is always moving, always speaking, always wanting to bring life, always wanting to bring instruction and direction and correct, everything good. It's always in the Spirit. And again, I'm not, please don't leave this service and get all cuckoo cocoa puffs on us and just, you know, be flouncing around the place and call that in the spirit. That, listen, there are times for that, but it is not every time. Yes? And so, and so we don't need, we don't need, we don't need you. Listen, when you're, when you're out here in the earthly realm with the rest of us, communicate like the rest of us can understand. See, you know, that helps, that helps us more mortal types. You know, listen now, you don't, you, you, don't, you don't have to be, you don't have to, every moment of your life isn't a run around the room Holy Ghost meeting, let's put it that way. There are times and seasons for that. And there's nothing worse than people who try and fake it all the time. Just, 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 just like you don't need a prophecy for everything. I saw, I saw a social media post. I'm reasonably, I'm reasonably active on social media. And if you all don't yet follow me on social media, Facebook and Instagram, look for I am just James. And if you're not following me, God doesn't want you to have a social media account. So you either follow I am just James or quit now. I saw a little post some time ago, 
And it said, don't make any decisions until the anointing falls on you. And I thought, that's all right. That's like saying, don't, don't get up and walk until the anointing falls on your legs. God gave you a brain. You might want to use it once in a while. You see, when we don't understand that there is supposed to be a division of the spirit, soul, and body, we assume everything is one or the other. So then we assume that everything is either body, either soul. The soul is your will, your emotions, your intellect, your memories, your imaginations. Want me to say that again? So you're... Your soul is your will, your emotions, your intellect, your memories, your imaginations. That's primarily what your soul is. And your spirit, while your spirit is this great and glorious thing that instantly God made a new creation seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But here's the catch. The catch is that every great and glorious thing that happened in your spirit back in Calvary has to flow through your soul in order to manifest in the earth realm. Now, what do, you, what, do you, what do you do with your soul? What you do with your soul is what it says in Romans, you've got to renew the mind. So when you understand that you're made of three components, you don't have to be spirit all the time. So, you, so, so for example, I don't need a prophecy to tell me what to have for lunch. I know what I want to have. It's either going to be Mexican or barbecue. <laughs> One of the two, maybe even both. Well, maybe it would be like a taco with brisket in it. That would be maybe. See. Now, I don't, I don't need any kind of prophecy to tell me that. My belly is going to tell me what I want for lunch. So, so if, if we fall into the trap where everything has to be, I will not get out of bed till the Lord tell me. Listen, you're going to be laying there a long time. So we don't always need the Spirit to tell us everything which is probably a funny thing to hear coming from church on a Sunday morning. But it's true anyway. Now, the more we understand that, that we're actually three parts, the more we'll be able to be in life the way God intended us to be. Consider this. God in His all-knowingness, in His majesty, in His ability to do and say and create anything, decided that you and I would be alive on the earth today with all that is going on. And God being good, and God being our Father, and God only having good gifts for us, why would He decide for us to be alive on the earth today and plan defeat for us? He must have a plan for you, for me, for the church of Jesus Christ. must have a plan. And so, and so I've, 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 like everyone else, you know, haven't been able to travel much or at all. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. In your spirit, you can travel to many places and do many things. Well, well I'm bored. Well, the only part of you that gets bored is your soul. That's the only part of you that gets bored. Your body gets fed with donuts. Your soul is either engaged or bored, but your spirit always in the presence of God and always able at any one time to connect with God and reflect the things of God. So here's why this is important. 
This is important because when we understand that we are primarily a spirit being, and that's who we actually and really are. Brother Hagen, of course, says, we are a spirit, have a soul, live in a body. Perfect, perfect way to say that. Perfect way to say that. Perfect way to say that. But in our spirit, because that's who we really are, if we recognize that that's who we are and God is good and he always has gifts for us, it also then, we easily then conclude that in our spirit, as a spirit being, God has gifts for us. And the gifts that he gives for us and through us as a spirit being are supposed to affect all other parts of us. You following this? You following this? Come on. So that we don't have to go through this again when I come back in a couple of days, you know. And it is going to be a couple of days. I leave Monday morning. I leave tomorrow and come back on that bus Pastor Brian was talking about. <laughs> Turn quickly with me. Come on. Let's, let's at least refer to a scripture so that none of you can say you went to church this morning and they didn't open the Bible, you know. We don't want you all saying that about me. I got a new Bible that I just started using last night, and uh, it has no notes in it, which is fine, because I don't use notes anyway. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I guess I'm looking for a scripture, and I'm just killing time. <laughs> let's, let's try Acts 3, shall we? <laughs> I am so thankful for the Spirit of God. And if it weren't for the Spirit of God and what the Spirit of God can do and who He is to me and how I've gotten to know Him, I don't know that I would have made it this year. Did you know, did you know that the Spirit of God is an ever-present help? Ever-present Ever means he's never not a help to us. That's why Jesus said, I'll send you another helper. I'm glad I have another. That means I have more than one. And boy, I tell you, there have been times in my life I found out I needed more than one. And they're both good because they're both God. Acts 3. Acts 3. And turn along with us, those of you who are online. I know that there's plenty of people watching us online. And I don't, you know, listen, the cycle of communication is that there is a thought, a thought and an intention. That thought and intention is communicated. It is received by another party. That other party then responds to that thought and communication. And thus, am I losing you all? Okay, so here's why I'm saying that online audience, you cannot just be watching. You've got to be following along with us to partake of the full service. That's why I said that. And everyone in here said... Because I think sometimes it's easy to just watch a screen. I know that because I'm taking classes online and it is easy to just watch a screen and be sending text messages at the same time. <laughs> Probably not the best time to admit that, but it's true, it's happened. So, Acts 3, you found it yet? I found it too, thank you. Repent, now Acts 3 and, chapter, and, 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 and verse 9, oh look, they pulled it up. Those sound people are in the spirit. They knew what verse I was going to go to before I got there. <laughs> Repent and be... Now, now, in Acts 3, they were talking to people who had not yet been born again, right? So portions of this, portions of this, uh, uh, 
listen, anytime you read anything from the Old Testament, what you always want is you want the principles but not always the practices. That's, that's, good, that's good Bible interpretation right there, okay? You always want the principles but not always the practices. So look at here. It says, repent therefore and be converted, which you all already have, that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Now notice this. In the presence of the Lord is times of refreshing. So, so anyone who isn't refreshed, guess what? We know what the answer is for you. Come into the presence of the Lord because in God's presence is refreshing. And I'll tell you what, the world is at a stage and a state where we need some refreshing. And we in the church of Jesus Christ, we have that answer. We, 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 we have the ability. We have the door. We have the pathway. We have the key. We have the red carpet treatment into the presence of God. And we ought to be the most refreshed people on the earth. Now, refresh then means that you were fresh but are not fresh anymore because something happened in between. Aren't you glad that when, that when you were fresh but are not fresh anymore, God, God can refresh you? And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a little secret I found out about God. He allows more than one refreshing. He, some of us, some of us, listen, some of us, we need, we need, a, we need a re-refreshing. And some of us, we need a re-re-refreshing. And some of us are so far gone, we need a resurrection. Because a refreshing won't work anymore. But that's okay. God can do that too. <laughs> Come on, it's a Sunday morning. I don't know where I'm going with this. Help me. <laughs> Refresh, resurrect something. Just read something. You see, the idea of a re-anything implies that God understood that His mercies are new every morning. Now, think about why He would have to say that. Think of the implications that His mercies are new every morning. The implication is He knew that between this morning and that morning, you're going to need mercy. Which means God allows for me to be in situations where mercy is needed. Now, if I were perfect and had everything together and, and everything was all right all the time, I would never need mercy. You all look like you're judging me. <laughs> A little sympathy would have been nice coming my way. But aren't you glad that our Father allows for mercies every morning? And, and His... And mercy saves us from the pit and restores us to where we're supposed to be. And I declare to you, there are mercies for you. There are mercies for your life. There is mercy for your relationships. There is mercy for your finances. There is mercy for your health. There is mercy for your family. There is mercy about every part. There is mercy for you. Every morning, there is mercy. There is mercy for America. There is mercy because that's who our Father is, merciful. Part of His mercy, turn quickly now to 1 Corinthians. All of that was just a little quick from yesterday, you know. So that was in case you weren't tuning in or didn't come to service or something, something. (laughs) 
you know. I think some of you didn't even know I was going to be here this morning, did you? Right. See that? Listen, that's why you all need a social media account. All of you who say yes, we know who you are right now. We know the demographic you're in. Because I was walking in this morning and people were like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They rolled me out of bed, probed me with a stick and said, go preach. First Corinthians 12. So we're talking, about, we're talking about our interaction with the world, yes? As spirit beings. We're talking about how we as spirit beings interact with the world, how that bridge between spirit, soul, and body is bridged. And, 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 we're, and we're talking about how God has given us every good gift, every perfect gift, every gift that you could possibly... Did you know that the gifts of God take care of you completely? I love that. I love that the gifts of God take care of us completely. There is nothing about a gift from God that isn't meant to bless you totally. And, 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 and in order for a gift to be a gift, listen now. And the Lord spoke to me. Spoke to me. I mean, spoke to me about this. Gave me, maybe you knew this all the while. I did not. But the Lord spoke to me clearly and said, listen, in order for a gift to be a gift, it has to already been given. So then I'm not asking for gifts, I'm discovering the gifts he's already given me. Because if I have to ask for a gift, then it's not a gift anymore. If I have to work for that gift, it's also not a gift anymore. Now listen, someone baked me some cookies last night. Once again, you all can be a little more receptive to that and just like rejoice with me. And then they, 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 they had it up in the green room, waiting on me. And it was a gift. It was an absolute surprise. There was cookies and cakes and everything in there. That person is obviously dedicated and committed to Jesus. Potentially loves the Lord than all of you who didn't bring me nothing. And whoever that person is, the next time I come back, red velvet cake and cheesecake. (laughs) Also, any kind of chocolate chip cookie is good. Thank you. That's why they have me for the youth services. We relate that way, see? So I had, the Lord, I had the Lord speak to me, and uh, I, uh, I had the Lord speak to me a couple of two, three years ago, talking about these gifts. Now, he's always, and those of you who've known me a while, you know that I've always talked about the gifts anyway, but I had the Lord revive me again, and specifically remind me again that, listen now, there is a fresh wind of the Spirit of God blowing across this earth. And the fresh wind of the Spirit of God as it blows across the earth will revitalize and rejuvenate and and, and reinstall all of the gifts of the Spirit that He's already given to the church. 
Because there is nothing, no situation on the earth right now that the manifestations of the Spirit that we're going to talk about and read about in a little bit, there is nothing in there that those gifts do not have an answer for. Why? Because God did not leave us defenseless. That's not our Father. He is not that way. So the manifestations of the Spirit are meant to answer every lack in life. And oh, how we have to come back to hungering after, desiring after, making room for the manifestations of the Spirit again. You found 1 Corinthians 12 yet? Now, concerning spirituals, and of course the word gifts is italicized there. That means it wasn't in the original. This is 1 Corinthians 12, chapter 1. Now, concerning spirituals, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. I love that Paul had that kind of relationship with the people that he could tell them not to be dumb. (laughs) And you know, one thing I saw a long time ago that that because, because, because Paul would talk that way, Ignorance, then, is a choice. You choose to be ignorant by choosing not to know. Wow, I felt those stairs coming at me real hard. Yeah, it is. Wisdom is a choice. James tells us, if any one of you lack wisdom, ask. So if I don't have wisdom, it was because I was not asking. Right? So if wisdom is a choice and ignorance, which is the absence of wisdom, is also a choice, is one or the other. I choose wisdom. Ooh, and by the way, when you choose wisdom and you are wise, you don't have to walk around looking all dark and gloomy and mysterious all the time either. Let me tell you how wise I am. I'm so wise that I can afford to look like this and still have people think, that I might have some answers in life. So don't let this fool you. I'm smarter than I look. You see, when you're uptight, that's where the Spirit of God stops flowing in your life. Okay, this out of the room wasn't very impressive. I'm going to try you guys, because you were always always my favorite bunch anyway. I like you guys a whole lot more than that other bunch. Listen. When you're uptight, that's proof that that's where the anointing is not flowing. Because the anointing flows, the anointing oil flows by ease. And when you've got to be... I mean, some people, when they get in the spirit, they look like they're passing a kidney stone. Now, are there times? <laughs> now, are there times? Are there times when there's intensity in the spirit? Yes, of course. There's times when there's intensity in the spirit. Of course, there's times when it feels like we're in a battle, literally. Of course, but it isn't every time. And most of the time, I'm this way. Once again, I'm going to try this side now because you obviously gave up on me. So when you're able to be at ease, it's when the anointing flows. 
And the fight isn't to fight to get the anointing to flow. The fight is to be so at ease that it flows without you hindering it. So I found that the more relaxed I was, the more the anointing flowed. Well, what if you're all that relaxed and you make a mistake that way? Well, then, because I'm relaxed and because my heart is right, as the anointing flows, God's mercies will cover me. So I, I, I don't need to expect to make mistakes just because I'm breathing and alive. I know I'm going to. And the more you can be at peace with that, the more you'll also be at peace with letting His grace and mercy cover you. So my trust is in His mercy and grace to cover my mistakes, which I know I'm going to make anyway, as opposed to me pretending I'm not going to make mistakes and have all of you think I'm perfect because I'm not. Oh, and, and we'll see some of the most miraculous happenings just with me looking goofy as I always do. Now, not acting goofy, just looking goofy. That's the difference. You're thinking about that. I was like, is, were we supposed to laugh about that? Like, is that going to be okay? Probably. And so the more uptight people are, listen, Pharisees need to be uptight. Because they haven't got the life of God flowing in them. And Jesus, he could just go around the place. Listen, the fact that in the New Testament, you saw children coming to Jesus, that's a sign he wasn't uptight and scary. Because if he was uptight and scary, children wouldn't come to him. So he must have been a pretty chill guy for kids to come to him. All of that I'm throwing in for free, just because I like you all. Ooh, perfect setup. Okay, listen. Perfect, perfect, perfect setup. Told you I'm making this up as I go along. Listen, perfect setup. Remember how, like, like remember how I said I'm going to be the, did you all know that I was the first guest speaker at the, first, at, at, at the fifth service? You all remember that? Then I was the first guest speaker at Pastor Jamie's church. Now I'm going to be the first, I'm, am I, this is the first after COVID, right? I'm calling it after COVID, but this is the first. And then I'm going to be the first one at, 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 um, at, um, at um, that youth revival, right? Okay, so you want to see something? Let's try that again. You want to see something? Okay, just because, just because I just got this this morning. Just, I just got this this morning. My first American book is coming out in November. I talked about it last night, and people could go to barnesandnoble.com. Once again, barnesandnoble.com. But there wasn't a cover on there. So the publisher contacted me this morning. Zoom in, people. Look at this. Camera peeps, can you zoom in? So listen, go to any online platform, look for releasing the miraculous. It's probably not got a cover on there yet. Is this a shameless plug for my book? Yes, it is. 
here's why, here's why, here's why. The Lord spoke to me when we started doing books, and he, and he told me, did you notice that for all the great and glorious power of God, the way God chose to preserve his word was through the written word? Yes. And I thought, hmm. And so then he started telling me, you need to start preserving the words I've given you. Releasing the miraculous, barnesandnobles.com, pre-order now. And this book is all about the gifts of the Spirit, which we're going to talk about a little bit. It burns in me. Anyone who's known me at all will know that the gifts of the Spirit are all up what I'm about. Because I, it, in the, the, you know, the Lord showed me one time that in the Spirit, that's who we really are. We're known by, by the gifts. And uh, again, the word gifts isn't there, it's manifestations. In the spirit, the anointing and the manifestations of God is how all you really are and who you really are. Now, you might say, listen, I'm not a preacher. I'm, I don't have any pulpit time. I'm not on the worship team. I'm not on anything here. It doesn't make a difference. The gifts are not given to ministers. The, the manifestations are for all believers. So these manifestations that we're talking about will affect you in your everyday, in your business, in your workplace, in your health, in your family, with your kids, with your wife, with your husband, everything that you do, these manifestations are meant for the profit of all. A gift requires two components to be a gift. One has to be given. Two has to be received. And, and either what way, if one of those components isn't there, it no longer is a gift. Now, after the gift is received, in order for the gift to be of a benefit to me or you or us, we have to know about what the gift can do. Because no gift comes automatic. You know? And, and, and it's like with every new cell phone I receive... I got to find out what's new in there. Otherwise, I, there's little widgets and midgets and all that other kind of thing. I don't know. Is that, is that politically correct? Is, is, am I not supposed to say? I'm not allowed. I don't. Listen, I don't want to offend anyone if you all are watching online and you're new. Like I said last night, write in and complain. My name is Mac Hammond. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I didn't know. Forgive me. I'm... I'm new to the country. <laughs> I apologize. So the gifts of the Spirit of God, the manifestations of the Spirit of God, are meant for life. Listen, let that sink in on the inside of you. They're meant for life. They're not just meant for church. They're not just meant for ministry, whatever that means. Whatever that means. That means that, means that. that means that if you're a business person, you should and could and must expect for the gifts to be flowing in you and through you. Why? Because if you, listen, listen, listen. If you're a business person by the plan and purpose of God, that is your ministry. So we've we got to get away from this thinking that ministry is all pulpit and nothing else. No, ministry is whatever the Lord leads you into. And if he's led you back to school, that's your ministry. 1 Corinthians 12, we've got a little bit of time. We've got a little bit of time. We've got a little bit of time. <laughs> now, concerning spiritual gifts, spiritual manifestations, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. Isn't it, isn't it something that, that when you study the context of 1 Corinthians, uh, the 1 and 2 Corinthians 
epistles, their ignorance of the gifts did not stop the gifts from being in manifestation in their midst. Aren't you glad that God's mercy and goodness is bigger than our ignorance? Aren't you glad that we don't have to be smart in order for Him to bless us? Man, we'd all be in trouble if that were the case. All of us except Pastor Brian, of course. But that in their ignorance of, of the manifestations, the manifestations which were, which were supposed to bless them and add to them had gone haywire. So Paul was writing to correct. Listen, this is important to know. Paul wasn't writing to stop them. He was writing to encourage them in the proper use of the manifestations of the Spirit. So at no point is the church ever supposed to stop having manifestations. We're simply supposed to have them in proper order. And I tell you this, there is a generation rising up who will have proper order of spiritual manifestations again in this hour. And I'm determined to be in that number. I want these manifestations because these are what God has given us. And it dishonors our Father when we reject what He's given us. Jump on down a little bit more. Verse 4. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. I am so glad that God right straight up tells us that there's going to be diversity of gifts. So that means I don't have to compare with any of you to be me. So that takes comparing out of the way. People preach different ways. People minister different ways. People do business different Whatever they do, they, you, you can just, you can be you and still loved of God. In that good news that you don't have to try and be anyone, anything, anywhere else. Right where you are, right how you are, right who you are, God loves you. Amen. There are diversities of manifestations, but the same spirit. There are, di- there are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. So all ministries are not the same. Amen. Listen, can I help you with something? You don't ever need to go and say, well, this is how they do it over there. Why don't we do the same thing? Because you're not them, that's why. No, what's, what's, what's important is that you find out who God intended you to be. Now, that's a journey and that's a process. You don't have to know tomorrow morning. But part of that process is you allowing yourself to enjoy the journey. So I'm enjoying discovering who God intended me to be. And I'm enjoying discovering how He intended me to be. Man, listen, if I had time to talk to you all, which I don't this morning, if I had time, I never on my best day after five donuts could I ever imagine that I'd be doing what I'm doing now. Never, never, I, because ministry wasn't on the books for me, you know. I had no one else in my family that was, that was born. I was the first one in my family to be born again, you know, and I grew up Catholic, you know, and so I, and not, not that that's any, I just... Me, at least, you know, where I was as a 12-year-old kid, that was all I knew. So I never thought ministry was anything I could ever step into. So all that I'm doing now, I am continually amazed. I still am. I'm like, okay, I get to speak. 
you know? It's a, it's a, and I tell you, listen, the stories, the stories, the stories of people getting healed and delivered, and, 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 and I sometimes cheer louder for those than they do for themselves. Because I'm continually amazed that I happen to be around the room when that happened, you know? And you, you got you to gotta understand that God does have a divine plan for you. And primarily what stops that plan is us trying to replan our own plan. Now again, I'm not, please listen, don't, don't walk out listening to hearing what I did not say. I did not say don't have a plan. Didn't say that. Have whatever plan you want to have, but be open to change that plan. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. You've you got to have a plan. You know, you've got to have a plan. But, but that plan that you have, you also have to be open to change that plan. And say, Lord, at any one time, at any one time, I'm willing to change this. I have the privilege, I have the privilege of knowing Brother Hagen's daughter, Pat Harrison. And those of you who are on social media, you would know that I regularly post a Taco Tuesday with her. Because she likes tacos and I like tacos and we have tacos on Tuesday. <laughs> and it makes for a good post, you know. And if you're not on social media, I am just James. That's who you're looking for. But, so she told me one time, because I'm, you know, I'm ever the student. So when I get with people, I, listen, when I get with people, I never want to tell them anything. Not because I'm hiding anything. I never want to tell them anything because I already know what I know. I want to know what they know. So I'm, I'm, when I'm with people, I'm quiet so they can speak. It is, I know. Thank you. So when I'm, when, when, I'm, when I'm with around anyone, you know, I'm just, I'm waiting for a nugget. Or a rib. Or a burrito. I like Mexican food. So she told me one time, she told me one time, she said, you know, um, she, she said, James, she said, um, uh, the reason why I brought up the social media thing is because I post all these videos that I do with her on there, you know. So she, she, she told me one time, she said, you know, James, she said, my dad, Brother Hagen, Brother Hagen himself, said, you, you know, uh, she said, my dad, every year would take some time at the beginning of the year and go away and ask the Lord, if he had added to anything that the Lord told him or took away from anything that the Lord told him. And I thought, wait a minute. Brother Hagen, Brother Kenneth E. Hagen does that? Like once a year? She was like, yeah, every year he would do that. And I thought, my Lord, if Brother Hagen did that every year, I might need to do that like once a week. I was like, well, I maybe once a week need to get away and say, Lord, did I add anything? Did I take anything away? Did I, am I doing something that... Now, listen, that's not, that's not supposed to inspire fear in you. That's supposed to inspire a relationship with you because in a relationship, there's communication. And a desire to be right. So, so see, here's the point of all of that. Allow for change to come in your life. Well, we tried it and it's not working. Well, then you either, tr you, you, you don't have to change your goals, but you might have to change your methods. Yes. Yes. Amen. 
You see, now what's that got to do with all these spiritual gifts? Spiritual gifts come as a divine intervention of the spiritual into the natural, and it changes the trajectory of everything else that we're going, the direction of everything else. And if you're not open to change, the gifts will not flow. Oh, I sense the Spirit of God leading me. Why is it that if you're not open to change, the gifts, the manifestations will not flow? Because you cannot dictate when the manifestations will manifest. And it's not possible to say, Lord, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you 15 minutes between the offering and the slow song, and then you move within that time. And then if you don't, come back next week. We'll save you a seat up front. So we got to have, we have to have, we have to have an order of service. Of course we do. But our heart must be, Lord, you jump in any time and we'll be okay with it. And I tell you this, I tell you this, I know this by the Spirit of God, those type days, those type services, those type moves are coming back on the church of Jesus Christ again. You best be ready for it. We want to be in that flow. When, 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 you, when you look at Genesis and, 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 and that encounter in the garden, it's almost as if God said to Adam and Eve, here I'm going to give you the truth. And then the serpent came and said, listen, let me help you organize that truth. That's called religion. Religion tries to organize truth. Now, now truth can be orderly and organized, but you cannot organize it. Why? Because truth has to be bigger than you. And if it's bigger than you, how do you organize it? Come on now. Sunday morning. See, this is why, this is why you all got to come back the next time I'm here again. Oh, and by the way, I'm also going to be here in November. So we'll have time to, we'll have time to, we'll have time to, we'll have time to finally get to more than verse one. Come on, come on. Now, there are, verse 6, but there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Now, here's the, here's, here's the clincher right here, verse 7. But the manifestations of the Spirit is given to each one. How many each ones do we have in here? Notice what it says. But the manifestations of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of the all. So guess what? When each one doesn't manifest, doesn't allow for the manifestations, the all is robbed. And you're robbing me of profit by you not bringing your supply. Online folks, you got to bring your supply. On-site folks, we got to bring our supply. Listen, bringing your supply does not mean attending church. It means coming purposely and intentionally and with a goal for the Spirit of God to move, to speak, to manifest through you. A, a couple of years ago, when I first started doing that, that, that youth camp, which was a sacrifice unto the Lord for your kids, <laughs> because I had to be up in Sasquatch country. 
they put me in the little cabin, and I'm a city boy. There's nothing about, there's nothing country about me at all. I'm a city, I'm a city boy, I'm proud of it. I have never, I, I do not own any article of clothing from Bass Pro or any one of those type places. have no fatigue, nothing in my wardrobe. You understand? So they would put me up in that little cabin, and you know, you'd almost have to dance around it and plead the blood so that Sasquatch don't come and get you at night. <laughs> I mean, they had a swing set out there, and I swear, I know that at night that swing set was moving and there was no one on it. I just know. Sasquatch came and was poking that thing. <laughs> so the first year I did that um, camp, I was going to say conference, but it's in Sasquatch country. Camp. <laughs> one of the 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 um, camp counselors, you know, got healed. Um, of something dramatic, back or neck, something, 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 you know, it was a dramatic healing. And I was talking to her a little bit afterwards, you know. And I told her, I said, you know, um, I said, Beth, you know, when you came for that meeting, listen now, it, catch the principle here, it wasn't that the, the gifts and manifestations in that meeting were there to meet you, but that when you came, and she had come expectantly. She had come saying, I'm going to go to that meeting because she knew that I was going to be there. She said, I'm going to go to that meeting and I'm going to have, he's going to, at some point, God's going to move on my behalf and heal me. Yeah. At a youth camp, she wasn't, now listen, she's, she's not, she, uh, she's not a youth. But she came expecting. Did you, did you know, did you know that one of you in here can turn the direction of this service right now? Here's how you need to be thinking of church every time we gather corporately. Every time, every time. I'm not just going to receive. No, I'm going to bring my supply. And I told her, I said, Bev, I don't doubt that you coming that way turned the direction of the service into a healing flow because she came determined for the power of God to meet her. You see, what you get out of a service is everything you expect to get out of a service. And it's got nothing to do with the worship team, got nothing to do with the ushers, got nothing to do with nothing, for sure got nothing to do with the guest speaker. <laughs> Except that he allow himself to yield into whatever flows in that room. Because no worship team, no usher team, no any, 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 any kind of team can do anything to meet any need at l unless and until they allow for the Spirit of God to flow in and through them. And so that's how I approach my services, especially in a great church like this where you all already have great teaching. I just show up and, and allow for God to move through us. Consider this. Could it be, could it be that you, when you come to church, have a part in the direction of the service? You do. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to the one for the profit of the all. Don't you love how God equalizes us that way? That through the one, all profit? 
I love that. So that immediately takes away from the big me and the little you. Because one is able to profit all. It doesn't say which one, it just is one. So anyone, anyone can profit all. So listen, if you're looking to find your place, if you're saying, I don't know where I belong, I have good news for you, you are one that can profit all. God has a place for you. God has a room for you here. You need not be wondering what my value is. You need not be wondering what my identity is. You need not be wondering what my worth is. Your worth is great because God has ordained it through you. And that's my heart and that's my goal is to be a prophet to you all, to be a benefit to you all. And you ought to have that goal with me. And you ought to have that goal with those sitting around you. Or maybe those not around you this week. They're coming back soon. I'm talking about just the way we have to sit, you know. Come on, come on. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. But the, but the, verse seven, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given. Now, n- n- no, no, notice this. Notice that he's tapering it down from the all to the one. This is a picture of the day of Pentecost. You know, on the day of Pentecost, the wind of the Spirit of God blew into the room, and, and, there, and, and everyone heard that, but did you know that even in that room, there were individual tongues on each and every one of them? Oh, listen, I had the Lord tell me one time, the days of individual fire are coming back again. This, this, this. Oh, that resonates my, my, my. That resonates in me still as I say that. The days of individual fire are coming back on us again. It won't just be everyone was on fire. No, I've got to be on fire. I need that fire more than anyone else. Sometimes people ask me how I study for a service. And I tell them, I nap and have a bowl of ice cream. And I'm not kidding either. I don't dare study for you. My Lord, I need all the help I can get. You do your own studying. I study for me. Might not have been the best way to end the service, I guess. I might have lost some of you right there. Here's, 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 why, here's why, though. Here's why, though. Here's why, though. Because when I study for me, my heart is full. From that overflow, God will draw something for the rest of us. But if my concentration is on what do they need, what does that person need, I'm going to get that scripture and fix that. When I do that, I cut off my flow with the Father. And when my flow is cut off, I have nothing to give anyone else. So my concentration when I go before God is, God, help me. Never mind all those other people. I'm needing help. And in helping me through the manifestation of the one, the rest benefit, the rest profit. You see, there is something, when you study scripture, when you study scripture, you understand that God is deeply interested in the one. Now, there is a side where he's interested in the all, but the all is made up of the one. 
And the more you allow for God to be interested in the one, meaning you, the more you will be through you a benefit to the all. Ministry isn't about the all. Ministry is about the me. Here's why. Here's why. Because when he's real to me, I can represent him. But when I'm trying to make him real to you, but I don't know him myself, what am I presenting? Oh, I could tell you the number of times. Fall on my face before God and say, God, save me. God, help me. Now, I know I'm saved, don't, but my, you understand my verbiage. God, I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. I, need, I want you. And in doing that, because I get to know him, because I have the privilege of knowing him, I'm able to represent who I know. The manifestations of the Spirit are not for show and tell. They are for serve and profit. The manifestations of the Spirit are not just to be dramatic. The manifestations of the Spirit are to serve. The manifestations of the Spirit are a conduit by which the Spirit of God brings life to others through us. That's a reward. Think about it. Me, I, this gets to be a a vessel and a vehicle by which God does anything on the earth. It blows my mind. Just to even think about that, that I got to wake up and that day had God speak to me and then through me help someone else. Think I I get to partner with God that way. I'm like, what? Let me wake up twice. (laughs) Oh, I so love the flow of the Spirit of God. Oh, how I love the moving of Nama Frides Kurbi Fridishta. And so Dembe Frides Sicily Endele Membri Filoshtikea. And so Felisa. And De Fridosanan Jelebe Fridis Sole. And stirrings and stirrings. And even Nafridesa. And even during this service, there's been stirrings in you and Nafridoso. And the waters that had gone still, he's stirring again. Ha <laughs> ha. And, and the waters of the Spirit, the flow of the Spirit, the rivers of the Spirit in you that already in you. And those are deep waters too that have gone, that have gone still. There is a divine stirring. And so those tongues will flow again. Those prophecies will flow again. Those words will flow again. Uh-huh. That seeing and that knowing and that morphedisa and that uh, I see hands going out and, 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 and causing he- and the, the healing will come again through you. What better time, what better time, what better time than for the individual flame of the Spirit of God to fall on each and every one of us and relight us again? What better time than for the moves of the Spirit to move in and through us than this time and this age when the world is utterly confused about what direction they need to go in? We have the answer. Business people, you have the answer. Ministers, housewives, students, you have the answer. Anyone serving in church, you have the answer. It's not done yet. The stirring of the Spirit of God. Ah, I see, I see, I see. 
I see, I see, I see a prophetic type of the man at the pool of Bethesda. He'd been laying there sick and waiting for the stirring of the waters. And I'll tell you this, I say this by the unction and by the operation of the Spirit of God. Many have been like that man. They've just been laying around waiting for the stirring of the water. But I tell you this, and they've been saying, well, this one goes in before me and that one goes in before me and I never get a chance. And by the time I get in there, it's already done. Oh no, listen, listen. There is coming a divine lift to lift you up and put you into the rivers of the Mofre de Sabah. And then, and then so you will no longer have to be on the outside looking at those swimming on the inside. No, you will be submerged. And I hear the Spirit of God say, there is a submerging into the things of the Mofre de Sabah. And the online audience, this includes you too. God had ordained for you to hear, to tune in to this, this, this platform and listen to all that's going on here. There is a splashing of the Spirit available to you as well. Ah, prefilis somrebe fradashta. There is a stirring, there is a stirring, there is a stirring, there is a malfredesical master. We have to have those manifestations he's given you. We have to have, you say we have to, yes, we have to, because he's ordained that, that, that whatever and however he's deposited on the inside of you, it's supposed to benefit the rest of us, it's supposed to be a profit to the rest of us. Come on, bring your supply, bring, allow your manifestation. We received many test. Can I go a little bit longer, just a little bit? You all, are we okay? Just tiny, 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 We received many testimonies from last night's service online. If you haven't done that yet, if you were watching the service online, remember that cycle of communication I'm talking about. It is important that to complete that cycle, you respond. It isn't just about gathering testimonies. There's something happens when you respond to what God has done for you. That's necessary. It's necessary for us to do that. And so we've received a whole bunch of testimonies of different people who were healed just last night. And a lot of them were online. A lot of them were online. A lot of them were online. Uh, we didn't get all the reports back in, I don't think. But, 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 but did you know that God still is in the everything that he has always been in business? Don't you just love that about our Father? That everything he always was, he always is, and he always will be. And did you know that no virus can change that? Why do we assume that in 2020, some, or 2019, something would come up that would change our father? Why, 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 why would we assume that? That he is movable just because of something? That he could snuff out right away. I see someone um, leg here that's um, 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 not set right, I almost want to say. I don't know if it's a muscle or a bone, and I don't know if you're in here or if you're online, but either what way, even now as I'm speaking, there is a warmth and a heat. Now, many times in my meetings, 
different strokes for different folks, different manifestations for, 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 for different operations. But many times in my meetings, I sense the anointing as a heat and I sense it as, as a wave. So in my meetings, many times people will sense a wave come or, 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 or a heat. And so if you're sensing a heat on that, what you want to do is allow for that manifestation, allow for the anointing that's already on you, working on you. In other words, quit questioning it and allow for that to sweep over you. And, and, and while we're talking even, and you know, you all remember that years ago, I started talking right here, right here at this church, started talking about how, how, how I, I was learning how to extend the anointing outside the reach of, of just me laying hands on people. And praise God, I'm so glad we did now because we've got this whole online thing going and, 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 and I've learned a little bit about how far the anointing can go and, and what we can do with that. So wherever you are, if that's you, something about, and then, and then something about this part of your, 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 your legs here, and then, and then, and then something, about, something about ankles. Something about ankles. I, it, like I hear a sound. It's not. It's, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, uh, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. I hear a cricking sound. Does that make sense to you? If I say that, and and it, and it, it kind of grinds when you're when you're when you when you and whoever that is, whoever that is, uh, I, I sense the heat on you even now. I sense the heat on on your ankles even now. I sense the heat on on those ankles even now. Uh, uh, this applies to you online as well. It, when, wherever and whenever you're watching this, it applies to you because there's no time and distance in the spirit. But particularly for those who are watching right now, uh, if that's you on that ankle, if you can if you, uh, give in to that and you'll find you'll be able to stand and, and, and move your ankle about and, 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 and it won't hurt you anymore. So wherever you are, just go ahead and stand. Where, and no one needs to be looking around. Everyone's just focusing in. Go ahead. Move it around, sir. Move it around, sir. Move it around, sir. Move it around, sir. There you are. There you are. Are you standing, ma'am? Right. Move it around. Move around. Move around. Move around. Yeah, she's walking up those steps too. Good. Move, do, what, do, 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 do whatever. Go ahead. Now, come on. Everyone else who's in the room, everyone else who's in the room, we don't need any spectators. This is a, this is, remember that corporate flow we were talking about? This is, how you, this is how you plug in. This is how you start pulling. This is how you start saying, God, now, however you want to move now in this part of the service, move. However you want to flow, flow. Uh, it, 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 whatever that means for me and through me and by me, I'm going to give in to that. Go ahead. Whoever's standing, whoever's standing and moving about, you just keep working with that. Keep working with that till you feel it completely loosen up. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got a couple of you standing, and while you're standing, be sure to be working and cooperating with that. This is, this is, this is that individual flame coming in on the, on the inside of us. This is that individual flame come on the inside of us. Come on us, inside of us, through us, by us, above us, beneath, whatever, however you want to describe that, that's fine. But this is when you bring your individual flame. Come on, come on, family. Come on, family. Your, your, your supply is needed. Your flow is needed. Your manifestation is needed. You're adding to the service. This is the school of the Spirit. Ha, ha, ha. Fredo, Fridi, Sasson, Delemen, Brefilesso, Monday, Vrasso, Brefilista. Bafredesto, Brafilesto, Hallelujah. People standing all over the place. I see you guys. I see you all. I see you all. I see you all. I hear this. I hear this. I hear this. I hear this. Many times it's, it's, it feels like, oh, I know what that is too. I know what that is too. I know what that is too. I face that demon. I face that depression. 
I face that anxiety. I face that. Now, half of that, I'm talking about depression and anxiety now. Half of that is a renewed mind. The other half is the enemy taking advantage of an unrenewed mind. So it's not all demons. Did you, did you hear me? I have never seen one time where you just lay hands on someone with anxiety and depression and have them set free right away. They always have to have their mind renewed. They always have to be in a... We all do, by the way. I do. So there's no one that's so special that you don't need to have your mind renewed. And you have to do it daily too, by the way. You understand? So I'm not... I'm not this is not some new deep revelation. This is Romans 8 and 12. See? But, but I'm, talking, I'm talking to specifically. Only sit down when you're done. Only sit down when you're done. You, when you're done, then... When, when you're done, sit. But if that's you this morning, part of the rivers of God is a river of peace. And in peace, there is no anxiety. In peace, there is no depression. So go ahead and just close your eyes, everyone, everywhere, quickly. We don't need anyone looking around and not trying to embarrass anybody, but if anxiety and depression have tried to cripple you, one function of the anointing is deliverance. You can be set free. Deliverance doesn't mean a demon got a hold of you. Deliverance just simply means you are delivered from that. It's, it's, it, it don't bother you no more. That's what it means. So if that's you I'm talking to, stand up right where you are. No one's looking around. Doesn't matter. Thank you. Now remember what I said as you all are standing, I'm talking. As you all are standing, I'm talking. Remember what I said. That has to do with renewing the mind. It has to do with you choosing. You see, you see, you see, listen now. The Lord showed me this one time. And again, this is the demon I have battled. So I'm not, I'm not telling you, I've, I've gone through this. And, and, and if I'm not careful, it still, it still tries to jump on me sometimes. So I, I've, learned, I've learned to fight this. The Lord showed me one time because I needed help the most. The Lord showed me one time because I was lost and drowning in this. He showed me that emotions follow thoughts. And if you could have the thoughts of God, you would pretty soon have the emotions of God as well. I tell you, there is deliverance available for you. There is freedom available for you. Allow for the peace. Some of you are sensing it even now. It feels like warm water's running over you. A sense of peace and calm coming over you. This is your natural state. This is how you were created to be, at peace and at rest. Come on, everybody, let's, let's add to that river, everyone who isn't standing. Go ahead and just quietly be adding to the river of the flow and, and, and be praying in the Spirit a little bit. Come on. Bring your supply. and You don't need to be yelling out in tongues right now, but just real quiet and real gently. Come on, allow for the Spirit of God to bring healing in the soul and restoration in the soul and deliverance in the soul. and and And... Peace, peace, peace. Come on, join with me and pray in the Spirit a little bit. 
You say, wait a minute, shouldn't we have something dramatic like you lay hands on us and cast a demon out? No, I'm allowing for you to, 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 to experience a flow of peace. I'm allowing for you to experience a flow of, the, of, the, of that anointing. And this flow comes from the inside of you. Because out of your bellies will flow rivers of living water. I hear the Spirit say, you will sing again. I hear the Spirit say, you will sing again. I don't know who that's for. And I don't know what that's about, but I hear the Spirit say, you will sing again. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, someone in here has lost your song, but the Spirit says, you will sing. Hallelujah. Yeah, the gentle waters of the Spirit of God. The gentle flow of the Mafridisa Mongele Befredesta. I see a lot of you crying. Well, just allow for that to flow. Doesn't matter. No one's looking around. No one's looking around. Allow for that. Allow for His presence to touch you. Allow for His presence to heal you. You won't always have a pastor there to lay hands on you, but if you tap in on the inside the way you are now, why, he's always there with you. That peace, this calm, this flow is always so Cecilia,ashanai. And so in the name of Jesus, I speak freedom over each and every one of you that's standing for this. I take authority over the torment of anxiety and take a, a, a authority over the torment of, of depression and I break that over your life. And I declare that Jesus is your peace, your all-sufficient one. And I declare that you are free and free from this indeed. And I declare that life and life in its fullness flows in and through and for and around and above and beyond and beneath you. And I declare peace, peace, peace. I understand this stand that you are taking. I'll tell you that there is victory. You all sense that in the room? His presence in the room. Did you know that in His presence anything is possible? If you all can, quietly, why don't we all stand and lift our hands and start worshiping reverently in this environment with honor for the presence of God? Come on, lift your hands all over this place and allow for the expressions of the Spirit to worship. However you worship, worship. Let your heart sing. 
Let your heart praise. Let your heart magnify. Let your heart fall in love again with your Father. Let your heart allow your Father to speak to you. We worship you, Father. High and lifted up. Oh, high and lifted up. Worthy, 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 worthy. Worthy are you, Father. Worthy are you, Father. Above all else, you're worthy to be praised. Above all else, you're worthy to be magnified. Above all else, you're good, Father. Your mercies endures forever, new every morning towards me. Oh, my, my, fene, You load me with good gifts. I can only love you because you love me first. Oh, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, Father, you're good. Oh, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. Never mind what I see, never mind what I feel, never mind what I hear. You're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, Father. Oh, ha ha, zefe sute. You're good, Father, you're good, you're good, you're good. Worthy, 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 worthy. Worthy, 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 oh, worthy to be praised. Worthy, 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 worthy. Oh, my, my, my Savior, my Lord and my King. Oh, my Savior, my Lord and my King. My Savior, my Lord and my King. Oh, my, my, my. How your plans for me are good. How your will for me is good. Oh, my, my Father, how good, how good. How good you are, how good you are, how good you are. This is how you worship. This is how you find him. This is how he finds you. good, you're good, you're good. I could, 
very easy move into a flow of prophecy right now. But I'll tell you this, in this environment, you hear clear. You understand? You, you, you can hear him clearer on the inside than you can hear me on the outside. And I'll tell you this, you've got to learn to start trusting what you hear on the inside more than what you, what you hear on the outside from me or anyone else. So in this environment, can I lead you through a real quick exercise? In this environment, while, while, while you're so focused on Him, whatever it is you need, ask Him. Whatever answer you need, ask Him. Whatever solution you need, ask Him. Whatever manifestation you need, ask Him. Because your Father loves you. more than anyone ever could. James says that every good and every perfect gift come down from the Father of lights. Our Father has good gifts for you. Ask Him. Ask Him. Ask Him. Allow for the intimacy of the moment for you to connect with your Father. sing again. I keep hearing that you will sing again. I keep hearing that you will sing again. There is an again anointing in the room. My, my, I just had the Spirit of God say that to me. There is an again anointing in the room. You, so I'm going to prophesy over you. You will rise up again. You will run again. You will laugh again. You will love again. You will live again. You will feel again. You, you will, you will. Again, again. There is an anointing. There is a, there is a. Now I'm, I'm, listen, before, before I turn this over, a couple of things real quick. The next time I come back, you come ready for us to pick up right here. So we don't have to go redig the wells and all that kind of thing and get that all. You come right here. Number one. Number two, remember how I was talking to you about that cycle of communication? Part of that is the offering. Talking to you, all of you that's online and all of you that's on site. This isn't about money. This is about communication. It's about, it's about that circle that has to happen of communication. In other words, if you send me an intention, a thought, a word, and I just sit there and go, that's not communication. You have to part. That's why I have people standing. That's why we have them lift hands. That's why we do all that kind of thing. It's a form of communication to say, I'm in that. What you're saying speaks to me. I understand that. I want in on that. I want a part of that. I want that flow on me. Do something. Do something. To that's, what, that's what the offering is. Now, online, wherever you're watching online, there's information on that screen. And for those of you who are in the room, you know what to do, that there are envelopes and the buckets are out at the back and all that kind of thing. And, you know, um, Pastor Brian's going to come and tell you a little bit more. about. But, but specifically for the online crowd, these are unique situations that you and I are in. 
but it doesn't change the principles of God's Word. Communication from Him to us and then back from us to Him has to happen for that anointing to click. You can't buy these things, but you can communicate your way into them. You understand that? So you want to make sure that that information on the screen right now, talking to the online folk, that you communicate and participate. Father, in the name of Jesus, stretch your hands towards me real quick as Pastor Brian comes. Father, in the name of Jesus, by the gift and operation that is on and in me that I'm privileged to walk into, I stir up the gifts and callings of God on the inside of each and every one of you. Online group, I'm talking to you too. Those who are on site, I'm talking to you. Wherever, whenever you're listening to this, I'm talking to you. The, the gifts and callings on the inside, the word says that they're irrevocable and, 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 and don't get taken back. So now in the name of Jesus, I stir that up on the inside of you. The manifestations that are through the one, but for the profit of the all, I stir that up on the inside of you. I say that again, they'll manifest in your life. Again, they'll flow in your life. Again, they'll come bubbling forth in your life. And I say that again, you will be repositioned to be a prophet to all. I didn't say you will be a prophet to all. I said you will be a prophet to all. Because, because the moves of the Spirit are more than just prophecy. And so I stir those waters on the inside of you. I stir those waters on the inside of you. I stir the waters of the Spirit on the inside of you. My, my, I sense the anointing so strong in the room. I sense it so strong in the room. I stir that. I stir that. I stir that. I stir all you people in the balcony. I'm talking to you too. I stir that. I stir that. I stir that. I stir that. I stir that on the inside of you. Gifts, manifestations, come forth. Come forth. Come forth! The manifestations and demonstrations of the Spirit of God. This is that time. This is, you're the people for it. The manifestations answer everything that the world tries to throw at us right now. In Jesus' name, come forth, manifestations and rise. Hallelujah.